You're listening to a podcast from 702. And up next, as I said, this is time for our masterclass. I'm really looking forward to this one um, because uh, going back to the issue of hidden talents, all of us have stories to tell. We got a call right at the beginning of the show from Baby who says that, you know, he has two scripts in his head and, um, you know, he's looked online, he's been looking for resources to try to get his script written. Uh, he thinks it's an awesome story, but he doesn't know where to start and he doesn't necessarily have all the resources available um, for, you know, getting online and, re- you know, spending time researching all of this. So on that basis, he'd just like to know how do you go about this process and maybe we can answer that question in part with our guest, freelance writer, script writer, former creative director, and uh, a man of many, many titles, of course, Vernon William Bowman is our guest up next, as well as an author of three books, Eight Minutes Past Two. 702 Masterclass. Vernon, thank you for being the head teacher of our masterclass this afternoon. Really appreciate your time. Sure, thanks. Thanks for having me on. I really hope I can help the um, young gentleman. It is this it is a, a young man, right? They, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a young gent that called in uh, at the beginning of the show. But you know, I'm sure I can. you know, the awesome thing is, uh, I think you know, especially television. There's been a massive, massive proliferation of of you know serious TV. In fact, we're watching yes. a, a you know your atypical Hollywood TV show at the stage, and it's very difficult, sort of sitting through it. Uh, because of how creative television has become. So, you know, if it's sort of the old yes. head, um, usual formula stuff, that's a bit boring. And, and there's some really new, exciting stuff out there. And I think a lot of people are looking at that and they're thinking to themselves, but hang on a second, I have a really awesome story to tell. I'd like to put it together uh, and give it to and show it to someone so that they can take an interest in it. Uh, I guess the the first question is, where does one start? Like Baby, who says, I have all these, I have this wonderful story in my head. I just don't know, you know, how to put it on paper, so to speak. Yes, well, I mean, okay, that, that, that's, that's quite a, uh, it's, it's a, it sounds like a simple question, but it's a, quite a complex answer. Mm. Uh, first of all, with regard to what you said, I mean, I think we've witnessed sort of the last almost two decades, we've really witnessed sort of the golden age of television, mm. which some of, honestly, some of the greatest TV series ever, you know, uh, having graced our screens. And of course, um, Netflix and uh, the whole streaming thing has completely upended things, um, but in a good way, uh, because um, formerly um, things were very formulaic in the mm. sense of, for instance, you know, uh, your sort of police procedural was usually 22 or 24 episodes long. You know, uh, certain other uh, drama series were often 13 episodes long, you know. Um, there, there was always, um, the, you know, the sort of we talk about the forty-eight minute drama, you know, or the or the half-hour sitcom, mm. which is actually only about twenty-four minutes. But now with Netflix um, and the format of the the modern streaming channels, um, these things have been thrown out the, the, the door. Um, uh, shows are no longer restricted to specific amount of episodes, and no longer. Or they even restricted to uh, a, a certain time anymore. You know, yeah. uh, you know, like the forty-eight minute time slot, which, mm. which of course is based on advertising and and um, you know uh, the TV scheduling. Yeah. Now, now because it's being streamed and it's available on demand, it's 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 totally thrown that uh, the whole thing out, which is fantastic actually because it's given writers 
a lot more freedom. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I think the idea of having to, to be forced to 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 write um, uh, a TV drama, to force it into thirteen episodes, for instance. Yeah, you know, is 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 restrictive. Mm. Whereas, whereas uh, you know, we saw it with with um, Stranger Things, where they, you know, sort of the eight episode. Uh, format is becoming more and more popular because, mm. and, and and also what we've seen is is where the story determines the amount of episodes and not the scheduling or the format, you know. Yeah. So stories are now being told in the way that they should be told at the pace that they should be told, not determined by uh, TV scheduling or advertising, but purely by the creative the, the, the creativity behind the story itself. So uh, that's fantastic, you know. So, Absolutely stunning. And, and, and the amazing thing is even within sort of a season of a show, um, uh, this episode might be 48 minutes long and the next episode is an hour and 15 minutes long. I've, I've, I've exactly. noticed that as well. Exactly. And it's, uh, yes. Why, yes, why should every single episode be 48 minutes long? Mm, you know? mm. I mean, let the story determine the length, you know, mm, which is mm. fantastic. I mean, that's, I think that, is is wonderful. It's and of course it, it has it has opened up so many more avenues for young um, people, young writers wanting to get into the industry. Uh, um, as um, you know, as a script writer in South Africa, suddenly we've got Netflix uh, uh, actively recruiting uh, uh, local ideas, local talent, looking for for or, uh, local content. You know, which is mm. fantastic. Be able to put uh, to create something locally, which can go on the Netflix platform and possibly even be viewed by uh, not just Netflix South Africa, but be viewed, you know, uh, internationally. You know, yeah, uh, it's yeah. fantastic. It's, it's just opened up so many more avenues, and it's made everything so much more competitive because Netflix pays real money, unlike our local channels. You know, so yeah. I, I think that, <laughs> I, let's I let's. <laughs> Let's talk about that because one of the key things, and, and, and please, I, I do understand sort of the plight of your likes of Netflix, Showmax, the SABC, yes. ETV, and whoever else, you know, whether they have streaming yes. platforms or not. The fact of the matter is, um, like singing, like so many other things, like writing a book, all of us think that we have a talent, you know, that, that's yes. undiscovered. All of us think yes. that we have the next big idea. Um, and, and we flood the, these, these people's inboxes with, um, a lot of stuff that gets rejected and not rejected because they mean and mean spirited or they don't get yeah. us. It's because it doesn't make commercial viable sense. It's, it's something yeah. that, that, to be honest and brutal, no one wants to watch. Um, exactly. right. But at the same time, for, for those of us who really have ideas and, and, and really want to, um, have an opportunity that someone sees the thing at least. Maybe towards the end of this conversation, if you don't mind, let's talk about what are people's options, because it's yes. it's one of the things that I've I've noticed and come across where all too often uh, we're told that Netflix is actively you know looking for South African stories. They're actively looking for stuff, but we don't necessarily know where to go and who to speak to without sort of yes. you know spending large swathes of money. On that, so so maybe you can just direct uh, you know some of the listeners in in the right direction towards the end of the conversation there. But let's get back to the key crux of it. I guess even if you have a a story, even if you have an idea, yes. right? And we're no longer restricted by the forty eight minutes and the thirteen episodes and 
the season must have you know uh, must that, that pilot must grab all the attention and then you have to try to maintain attention for 12 more episodes and end on a cliffhanger those rules might not apply anymore but there are still certain rules that we have to uh, yes, stick to I, certainly are Right, I can't send a five a five line proposal to Netflix and expect that that's going to turn into a, the next big t, uh, you know TV series. Absolutely, absolutely right, but, uh, and that's actually one of the things I would like to discuss. Mm. Um, is is uh, I mean, people often you know when they teach script writing, they focus purely on the sort of um, you know the the sort of the art, I guess, if you feel like, of script writing itself, but they they leave out one of the most important aspects of the whole thing, which is pitching your show, mm. which is at least 50%. You can have the greatest script in the world, and if you don't follow the, the correct uh, uh, pitching uh, uh, procedure or you don't pitch to the right people with the right formatting, mm. you're lost. You, you're not going to get anywhere, you know? So, um, so I don't know if you'd like me just to maybe let's start off Let's, let's, say, let's start uh, with the format, uh, the, the, the basics. What is a script? Yes, let's start with that and then you know, work our way. Yeah, let's start at the, right at the beginning. Mm. I think to, to help um, the, the, the young man you were talking about. Okay, so, so obviously everything starts with an idea. Now, mm. in the industry, we, we call that a premise. Mm. Now, now, basically your premise is a summary of your idea, whether it's a, a TV series or whether it's a movie, or whether you, you're pitching, uh, you know, you, there's a show on TV, mm. and, and you want to pitch an episode to the producers, you know? Mm. This is all relevant to that. You start off with a premise, and a premise is a one, I always say, um, it's, it's a one-sentence description of your, uh, of your idea. And I always tell my students, I said, if you cannot summarize your idea, whether it's a movie or a TV series, in one single sentence, then you have not thought it through. You don't have a solid grasp of the concept, of the central drama, of the central conflict, or whatever, of your, of your story, if you cannot summarize your story in one sentence. And that's the premise. It is absolutely crucial that, you, that you're able to do a, a, a powerful, um, uh, um, um, you know, attention-grabbing uh, um, summary of your show in one sentence mm. alone. Mm. So mm. that's the premise, right? Um, now, uh, well, once you've developed the premise, um, uh, um, you move then to uh, what, what we call a synopsis or, or, or just a summary, which yeah. is basically just fleshing out that that single sentence idea into into a, a, a let's say it goes from one sentence to uh, a synopsis. Let's call it then yeah. a, a, a nice a nice solid paragraph, and then to a summary, which is maybe a full A4 page, uh, a very detailed description of the uh, the normal, the, the, the evolution of your story, including characters, including central conflicts, including things which, which they, uh, uh, we have concepts like uh, the controlling idea, you know, um, which is basically just sort of the, the concept uh, behind it, you know, sort of the, the it's, it's almost the, the blurb mm, you know, mm, that mm. you write on the back of a book. It's a controlling idea, you know, um, 
yeah um uh, yeah um and then and then of course we we have concepts like uh synopsis the world of the story for instance yeah is um so, so now we've sort of gone from premise to synopsis which is a little bit further uh fleshed out yeah to a summary which is which is in great greater detail and then we have uh, another concept which is part of the pitch which is known as uh, what we call the world of the story which is basically just the the back the backdrop mm. where is it set when is it set to what extent does does the time and place play a role mm-hmm. um, you know uh, I, I i i developed this um really great um pitch um some time ago uh, back um it was basically a de- uh, like a police procedural like a detective series like mm. something like wi-fi which was set in uh, durban mm. And and for me, Durban was central. It was like, you know, the whole feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's tropical. It's, it's such a different city to, to the to, to the other cities in South Africa. You know, yeah, for sure. And um, and uh, and um, the, the the unit in my show, um, uh, the detective unit. Uh, what happens is um, in the pilot, um, a, a, a VIP's a son gets kidnapped, and um, the uh, national prosecuting authority. She's about to retire. She gets called in by the uh, Minister of Justice and he says, we need to put together a unit to, to, to find, to try and get this kidnapped kid. And they, obviously they find the kid mm. and at the end they've done such great work. The guy says, we need to make this unit permanent. What do we call it? Well, it's her birthday. She's Capricorn. So they decide to call the unit Capricorn. And then, of course, because it's set in Durban, I, I called the show Tropic of Capricorn. Hmm. You know, because yeah, because it's you know it's tropic, mm. it's Durban, mm-hmm. and it's the southern hemisphere, tropic of Capricorn. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's what I mean by world of the story. So it's Durban, it's tropical. You know, it's exactly. Um, yeah, all, all these things, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, and it would be an, uh, up to a producer then to crush your dreams and say that, the, you know, the, uh, the Tropic of Capricorn is, is in Polokwane, so we have to move the show to Polokwane. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but I get what you're saying. I mean, there's a story yeah, yeah, behind yeah. why the show is called what it is called. It's not called, um, you know, um, uh, Capricorn because it is uh, just a, a nice sounding word. There's actually an entire story behind it. This, yes, this girl is a Capricorn. You know? Exactly. And, yeah, and a play on words almost as well. You mm, know? Mm, because mm. it's Capricorn, she's a Capricorn, but it's also a tropic of Capricorn because it's Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, for and sure. It's a tropical city. And the whole idea is it's this hot, you know, it's like Miami Vice meets, you know, um, Durban. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, that thing, you know. So, yeah, you know, um, and... Um, Actually, you know, um, if um, the, the, the gentleman is interested, I, I could send him the, the original proposal I did, which is a very, it's a 21-page proposal uh, that, I, that I did, because, see, this is the very important thing. Mm. Um, I just want to touch on this quickly um, before we go any further. Um, pitching um, uh, to TV, uh, yeah. whether it's Netflix or, or SABC or ETV or, or Showmax or whatever, is, is, a, is a very specific uh, uh, process. Yeah. Now, with, with movies, um, you know, people have an, get an idea for a movie, they get a script, and then the producers go out and they, and they start sort of sourcing funds and they start, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, getting investors, mm. uh, raising funds, and, and, and get the money together and so on. With TV, it's a totally different scenario. Mm. What happens is, 
you, you, you get your sort of premise and your, your pitch proposal together and you pitch your story to, to, to a channel. And if they like it, they advance you the money ahead of time. So they give you like, let's just say, 10 million mm. rand, mm. like mm. up front, like there. 10 million rand, you need to, you need to provide us with 13 48-minute episodes. Now, here's a very important thing, the mistake that I made many years ago when I had a great idea, before I got into TV, when I was still in advertising, and um, mm-hmm. I pitched an idea to TV. I, this is a mistake I made, because, because of that risk. Now, imagine a TV uh, a channel is giving a bunch of people 10 million rand and saying, okay, you need to, 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 to provide us with 13, 48 minute episodes in six months' time. That's a huge risk they're taking, right? Yeah, massive. <laughs> and then for you as well. Massive. You're right. It's massive. That's why uh, uh, um, um, TV, uh, um, TV channels or channels in general, even Netflix, will only advance money to established, recognized production yeah. houses. Yeah. So I'm just, I mean, so if, if for instance, this, the young scriptwriter, I mean, him trying to approach Netflix or trying to approach SABC or whichever channel on his own is going to be a complete and utter waste of time and a complete failure. Um, th- th- that is why I, I, tell, I tell people, if you want to get into TV, you, you can't approach the channel directly. What you need to do is you need to approach a production house, an established production house, mm. pitch the idea to them and, and then work through them or with their aid and with their assistance, let them then pitch the idea, you know, mm, uh, mm. because that, that's the only way you're ever going to let your idea see the day of light is if, if your idea gets pitched via a, an established recognized production house that, that is obviously or preferably done work before for that specific channel. I get you. Because they've got a track record and the, 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 Obviously, the, the channel will always have a supervising producer or an executive producer involved in the show, mm. but they essentially expect the production house to get things together. You know, So now you have to budget. You have to take that 10 million rand and you have to divide it up and make sure you, you, you can pay everybody and cover the production costs for 13 episodes, for instance, now. No. Yeah, I get you. I get um, you. Yeah. And then, so, uh, I mean, anecdotally, I know that, you know, if, if, if you're... Oh, I've heard if your production needs, I don't know, 30 million, 20 million, 10 million, yes. uh, you're not necessarily going to get that amount of money. And, and yet you're still supposed to do these miracles with it. I mean, those are, those are some of the, the, the practicalities that I think, uh, you know, we yes. should leave for the, the second half an hour, if you don't mind, just yes. before yes, sure. three o'clock, sure, no because, problem. because I think those are some of the things that people need to take into mind. We, we've gone through, um, you know, you started off by looking at the uh, premise, the the, yes. the synopsis, the summary. Um, yes. You know, in 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 essence, the world building uh, from there. You yes. know, what world yes. is it set in? I think the next obvious question then is at at what stage? Because the idea is there, and I guess um, some of the. I guess it depends on you as a, you know, from a personal perspective, what your process is. Someone can sit down and immediately through the structure of a script, start writing said script. Uh, other people need to sort of make notes and mind maps, et cetera, et cetera. And, and no. we, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that's what people must or must yes. not do, but what's, what's yes. the next step? Okay. Well, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I, I wanted to get to. Mm. And actually, um, the next step is called storylining. And actually I've got more experience, more experience 
as a storyliner than a, than a scriptwriter, actually. Uh-huh. But this is a crucial next phase, right? So now you've gone from a single uh, a premise, that single sentence, you've fleshed it out, you've developed your characters, mm. you've, you've, you've given them little backstories, you've, you've gone into the, 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 the story of the world, you know, um, the, uh, the setting, the when and the where, um, and now you need to do the pilot. Because it still is, even for Netflix, even for, you know, the pilot is still the crucial, crucial, crucial episode because it will determine where the people will come back for episode two. And so, so, so once you've basically fleshed out your story in that, you need to come up with the idea. Now, it depends on what kind of story. Are you doing a, a, a sort of a... Mm. a uh, 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 one continuous drama, you know, where there's basically one one idea, there's one idea that uh, that that uh, that gets developed across the thirteen episodes, or is it an episodic show? Is it like Y Five O, where every every week it's a new story, or is it one long story? Right. So obviously, yeah. that's a decision that you need to make right up front. Um, uh, and 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 basically, so uh, so, so once you've Okay, so, so once you've done done all the synopses and all that, um, then you obviously need to just, uh, decide on 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 the pilot, and and this is where storylining comes in. And so so let's park it there step. for now because I'm looking up at the time, and then you can take us through what storylining is. Sure. Um, sure. You know, and then obviously what are some of the next steps, and then those last couple of minutes, then we'll talk about finally getting it to the people with the money, right? Whether it be yes. the people with the money, the people with expertise, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, get them to have a look at this uh, uh, wonderful idea that you have and, and take yes. it forward. And then maybe as a final thought, we need to also talk about um, honest feedback. You know, it sucks. No one wants to hear that your idea is not such a good idea. No one wants to hear that um, this is not what we are looking for. But maybe to some extent, we also have to deal with that. Um, that is how, how, You're so right. You have yeah. no idea how important that is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've come across a whole, you know, a litany of people uh, in very, very many spaces, whether it be TV, movies, writing or whatever, that have an idea, that want to pursue the thing. You look at it and you say, oh, it's not such a great idea. And yet they want to push. And then years later, you know, disappointment and anger. But we'll get to that. Thanks so much, Vernon. Vernon William Bowman, our guest at the moment for the Masterclass. 702. Masterclass. Vernon, still enjoying your company, um, you know, and, and the valuable lessons that you have in, 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 in sharing there, obviously. But let's, let's get back to... Let's get back to, you know, where we sort of left things off. And that was obviously now, uh, you know, putting together the actual script itself. And then we'll move on to the logistics of, of getting it to the right people. Yes. I take it that when you are putting that script together, it's important to follow formatting, that it needs to be in the proper yes. format. It's pointless to write a, a yes. novel or a comic book yes. and then expect that to be yes. the pitch. Absolutely. So, so before I get to, to the next crucial stage, which is one of the most crucial stages, and it's an absolute necessity, every single episode that you've ever seen on TV has gone through this stage, which is storylining, uh, talking about formatting, mm. um, it is a very simple solution. Uh, there's a, a bit of software um, mm. called uh, Final Draft. It's used by everybody in Hollywood. Uh, uh, movie uh, uh, screenwriters, uh, TV writers, doesn't matter, uh, BBC, I mean, everybody. It's, it's the industry standard, and it's called Final Draft. 
and it formats, it does all the formatting for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, uh, so you don't have to worry about anything. You know, it, uh, it even remembers character names. So you just have to type like the first letter of the character and it brings up, you know, the list of characters with names and things like that. So it takes care of all the formatting for you. So if you're serious about writing, being a scriptwriter, then you have to get this software. It's not that expensive. If you're a student, you get a student discount. It's about a thousand something, a thousand, I don't know, a thousand plus, thousand five, I don't know, maybe, I'm not sure. I bought mine a long time ago. But it's mm-hmm. absolutely crucial if you want to, to be a, 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 a proper, uh, recognized uh, a professional sc- a script writer because if you hand in a script that's not formatted correctly, they're going to not even look at it. They're going to throw it away immediately. Mm. And, and this wonderful little piece of software takes care of all of that. Takes care of all the formatting. It's got little, it, you know, it's got the 48 minute drama. It's got the, the half hour sitcom, whatever, you know, whatever f- format you're writing, it's got it there and it takes care of all the formatting for you. So, so in terms of formatting, that takes care of all of it and you don't have to worry about anything, you know, um, Brilliant. else. Yeah. Okay. Awesome stuff. Um, so, so storyboarding, um, as you were saying, uh, what is, you know, or, or sto- you know, okay. uh, story line, story, lining, story, story, story lining, yeah. story lining. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whether you're writing the pilot or whether it's uh, following episodes or whatever, um, okay. So now you've, you've developed your, uh, uh, you've got this idea for a TV series, uh, you know, you've done all those things, premise, the synopsis, the summary, all those things, the world of the story. Now, uh, you start, obviously now, let's start with the pilot. Now, storylining is basically breaking down the episode scene by scene. Okay. Now, now the, 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 the modern um, uh, 48-minute drama uh, show, uh, even on Netflix, even though there are no more ads, still follows what they call the sort of... Uh, 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 a general five act uh, uh, um, structure. For sure, yeah. Now, now I'll just quickly tell you, there's a little funny one here sort of I got uh, on, 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 on Google. But basically, okay, it starts off with what, the, the, what they call the tag. This is not actually one of the acts. Now, the tag is that little bit in front of the theme music. You know, CSI? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people partying, they discover a corpse, Grissom and the, and the guys arrive on the scene, Mm-hmm. He checks it out, he makes a witty comment, and then, ta-da, <laughs> music starts, right? Now, yeah. that little bit in front is called the tag. Okay. Then we start with Act 1, which is exposition for the audience. Mm. Now, you're just unfolding the story. Okay, we've got uh, John Doe here, he was strangled, you know, um, you know, um, you know, um, you know, yeah, it's just... It was going through a messy divorce, the wife is upset yes, with him, yeah, she might yes, be a suspect, yeah, that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, sure. the Emmy's report, yes, okay. Mm. That's Act 1. Then Act 2, conflicts appear. So, so, so you escalate the whole thing. Okay. Then act 3, things get real bad, is what they say. Sort of, you know, just once again, escalating. Then Act 4, everything's down there. That's when you think, that's sort of when the... When, the, when your, your years are trapped and you think, there's just no way they're going to escape, man. Mm. They're doomed. This is, mm. this is it. It's over. And then, of course, Act 5, tying up loose ends, you know, they resolve the conflict and it's, you know, they, they end off the, the, you know, end up with a, with a, with a uh, putting on a barbie on the, what, uh, what, what, what did they always say? Uh, the Australians, you know. The shrimp on the barbie. The, the shrimp <laughs> on the barbie, that's it, yeah. You know, yeah. Now, now, uh, there's a reason why um, it's it's five acts, and that's because of the ad breaks. Yeah. Okay. Now, each act 
uh, ends with an ad break. Mm. So each act has to end with a cliffhanger. So this is absolutely crucial writing. So, so when you do your storylining, even though, even though Netflix doesn't have ad breaks, it's still those episodes still adhere to the five act structure. And what they will do now is they will just fade to black for like a second. Fade mm, to black. Mm, mm. And it's, now that's the end of that act. And you will see each of, each of those acts ends in a cliffhanger. It has to because you want people to come back after the ad break. But, um, with storylining, you basically, uh, describe every single scene in the entire episode, every single, whether they are 30 scenes or 34 or 36 or however many, there's no uh, uh, number, you know, there's no uh, formula for how many scenes there should be. Mm. But um, basically what you do is you give a, 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 a detailed description of each scene. You mm. know, um, Grissom walks in, um, he approaches the ME, uh, the ME says that he's got bad news. You, you, you write it like that, almost like a reporting, yeah, uh, okay. a reporting mission. Huh? Uh, the ME informs him that uh, the, the person was shot with a nine millimeter, but, um, mm, uh, mm. but there's something strange. You know, um, his right toe is missing. Uh, you know, mm, Grissom mm. thinks that this Grissom, you know, uh, uh, obviously remembers something in scene. Next scene, you know, Grissom is going through his files. Uh, um, you know, one of the Sarah walks in and she says she asks him what he's busy with. So it's uh, basically he, like you 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 outlining the story similar to yeah, how you would have been in in say yes, primary yes. school where you're just yeah. telling the events yeah, and not necessarily exactly. you know the intricacies. Yes. Okay, fair yes, enough. There, there, yeah. There's no dialogue, for instance. Everything is in, in reporting, you know, like the reporting language, you know. Mm, um, mm. Um, but but that basically uh, provides enough detail. Then then basically what happens is the head writer will will go through that and and make final changes, and that gets given to the scriptwriter. And the scriptwriter must then take that and turn it into action with dialogue, because mm. when you do your uh, um, your your storyline, there's no actual dialogue. You say things like, Grissom mentions that he's seen this somewhere before. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so mm. kind of. English, yes, but you you break down every single scene in in that way and give it a, a fairly detailed description of every scene, so that the writer, the scriptwriter, can then write that as a proper script with dialogue and with stage directions. So that is so, where the so scriptwriter now would insert not, not just simply. Uh, I've seen this before. He'll he'll add a bit of drama to it. He'll he'll add a bit yes, of nuance yes. to it. Yes, you know, yes, or whatever. Yes, okay, yeah. great. Yes, so. Yes, yes, yeah. So, 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 moving to the, the the next, and I'm just taking it through the various steps because obviously um, we, we'd be limited on time in, in a master class yes, like yes. this. I'm sure, Vernon, is not the type of thing that you deliver in an hour, you know, Absolutely minus no, 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 right. no, <laughs> minus right. ad breaks and, and, and news and everything else of the sort. Um, the next step, obviously, is uh, you know from that storylining, as you mentioned, it, it goes to the scriptwriter. Yes, That's the absolutely. person that yes. now formats it adds creativity to it, um, yes. makes it a story, uh, tells yes. the story, but through the dialogue of the various characters in, in, yes. in the through show. dialogue and stage directions, yes. Mm. It turns it into a workable script that the director and the, the, the actors can use. Mm. I mm. mean, the, the, the actors and the director will never see the, the storyline uh, story text in the mm. of the script. 
they will never only the the, the, the scriptwriter gets to see the and obviously the producers and all that obviously but I mean yeah and then yeah he gets it and then he writes a final script and mm. there you go so even if you're now um, uh, doing something for you're not part of a TV show that you are wanting to put together a, a TV show uh, for a pitch at the very least. Yeah. When you when you pitch, you need to at least have a fully written uh, uh, a pilot in, sure. in in proper script format. Okay. So, um, and and I would suggest just for yourself, um, even mm. if, if you just you know that you do the the storylining, because if you don't, you've got no structure. That storylining is your structure. It, yeah. it, it's basically your your like you said your storyboard. It's your blueprint for your for your episode so you can see just you know quick you know quickly you can just have a quick overview of how the story is is playing out fair enough fair enough you know, is it working is, is, is there is there a bit too too many quiet moments is there not enough or is it too much action and not a you know is it, is it too relentless you know what i'm saying mm, mm, it gives mm. you that overview it's like the blueprint for your final script so clearly, clearly the class sure. that Michael Bay skipped because uh, you know things are just <laughs> yes, constantly happening. Absolutely, yes, <laughs> no, you know, you know, an explosion is not a story, Michael. You know? <laughs> and three explosions is not a bigger story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I think that's how uh, that's his process. He imagines really cool explosions and then sort of writes a script <laughs> around it, and then boom, yeah, we have another yeah. Transformers movie. Yes, but yeah. but. So yeah. that that is, that is done. So the script is done because, unfortunately, let's be honest, a lot of people listening to this right now, and I can only imagine uh, Baby who called us at the beginning of the show. Um, he's probably his own storyline, a scriptwriter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, so yes. you've done it yes. all. The next step for me, um, and then maybe I'm you know wrong about this, but the next obvious step for me, Vernon, would be someone who you trust, someone who you know, um, yes. gives it a look. And not necessarily yes. just for sort of the grammatical errors in, in, in yes. spell check stuff, but. No, you're right. Someone that, who it I trust, work. like. Does it work dramatically? Exactly. You know, yes. do you like it? And that's someone that's going to say, yes, I support you no matter what, but someone that's going to give you honest feedback, right? Honest feedback. And that is so crucial because let me tell you, they, they, I mean, um, I would have loved to have gotten into TV writing, but like in America, you know, where it yeah. plays really well, and and where the, I mean, the reason why American TV is so much better than than Hollywood, on the whole, is because in, in American the TV industry, the writers are in charge. The writers are the producers. Yeah. They run yeah. the shows. They are what what we call the showrunners. Yeah. You know? okay. Whereas in, in in Hollywood, it's producers that are in charge. They are not necessarily creators, you know. Mm. So uh, yeah, but but it's a it's a cool industry. Uh, and uh, you have to have a thick skin, and you cannot be precious. I tell my students again, do not be precious about your ideas, you know? Mm. Stop being precious. Your ideas are going to get shut down. They're going to get changed. Your characters are going to get totally transformed. People are going to come in, and they're going to change everything. Don't be precious, because if you're precious, you're going you're gonna, to you're you're be a nervous wreck, and you're going to lose out. You're, gonna get, you're just going to get kicked out because nobody mm. likes somebody who's, who's a drama queen, you know, or a diva. You know, you can't get precious. This is about work. It's about it's about it's about a collective um, a collective effort. Yeah. And you've got to you've got to take criticism, and you've got to deal with it, and you've got to work with it. You know? mm. Mm. So yeah. So run with the criticism instead of trying to fight it, and um, 
you know, your ego's going to get bruised. Get ready for it. It's going to get it's going to get smashed to bits. In fact, you know, but if you can survive it, then you'll be successful. You know, I guess that's probably uh, a masterclass in itself, isn't it? The the yes, ability absolutely. to deal with absolutely. rejection um, changes, yes. and and yes, even yes. I, I take it that even a, an acceptance where someone takes your script and says, "Listen, we're going to run with it. This is the greatest script we've ever seen." I guess that still doesn't mean, you know, that your script is going to be taken as is and, and turned to film or to, to, to a TV show. There's going to be massive absolutely. changes made to it. Oh, you can, you can be absolutely, you can, you can, I can, you can bet money on it <laughs> that it will be changed. Probably mm. quite radically. You know, I mean, obviously, the, the, the further along you go, the more experience you get you know, the less that will happen. Mm. But in the beginning, I can guarantee you, it's going to get totally, I mean, totally, totally turned around. And, you know, uh, uh, and, and it's also about egos. You know, everybody feels they have to make an input, you know, even mm. though it's not always necessary. You know, that's unfortunate in the nature of the beast, you know. Mm. So, yeah. So, that, that, so I guess that, that's that, where it goes from happen, pure yeah. creativity to business and you need to accept the fact Absolutely. that, well, it is a business yeah. decision um, yeah. as well, yeah. as much as it's Absolutely. a creative pursuit, right? Um, what I wanted Absolutely. to touch on now is the, those next, those final steps in, in the last 10 minutes that we have. You've now, uh, you know, gone through all the various uh, processes. You, you took the script, you handed it over to someone that gives you honest feedback. You've made the necessary changes and you feel that you have a script worth 110%, right? Yes. Um, how then? What are the next steps? Because uh, unless you have a, you know, a friend who you can call up at Netflix yes. or Showmax or the SABC or ETV, guess what? Yes. It still has to go through another process of people looking at this thing and saying whether they like it or not. And you did make mention yes. of the established production companies. Do, yes, they, do yes. they allow people to approach them directly or is yes, that a process? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, let me, I just quickly want to mention something else as well. Every year, uh, all the channels release uh, what they call briefs, where they, where they publish a whole bunch of briefs and they say, okay, for this year or for this season, we're looking for um, a half-hour sitcom based uh, in a hospital. Mm. We're looking for a, a, a 48-minute drama um, uh, that, that should, uh, you know, a, a, maybe a, a police procedure or whatever. Mm, mm. You know, it, it, it's quite specific sometimes, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. Usually it's quite specific. So they put out these briefs and then various production companies pitch mm. on the various briefs, you know. Yeah. So, and, and these briefs are available to the public. You can go on, on their website. Uh, uh, they're available to for the public to download. They're, they're not just available for... Um, Production houses. Every now and then, they will they will pitch, uh, uh, release something specifically to a specific production house. But on the whole, those briefs are available to the public. Okay. So you know you can go and look at those and say, I've got a great idea. You know, mm. put something together and then approach. Uh, you know, the, the best thing to do is, is to, to watch the kind of shows that you like or the kind of shows you want to write for. Uh, watch the credits, see who the producers are, uh, and then specifically see w- which production house. Is, hmm. is doing doing the show, and then just approach them, and I guarantee you they they will be more than um, willing to 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 see you. You know, that's both my friend uh, I uh, and my my good friend Tobu Mafoku, Both of us. Hmm. I mean, he, he watched Mazazi um, um, Magic a few years back, some of the movies, and he just thought this is really you know crappy. <laughs> hmm. And he watched the credits, uh, and he found the woman, and he said, "I c- I can do better." And she said, "Okay, go for it." 
and she invited him and he, and he wrote some scripts and it got filmed, you know, and mm. that's how he got into the industry. Me as well, I just uh, originally approached um, Alsha Stock at um, Generations and then later on, um, Ilza van Yermit at, um, at Oka, she's a serious producer for Scandal. And in this industry, you've got to be bold. Mm. Don't, don't expect people to make things happen for you. You phone up people and you say, I want to come right for you. Mm. Tell the story. Mm, yeah, mm, that's mm. it. You've got to be bold in this industry. You've got to stand out, you know? So, yeah, and I guess that's where you have to differentiate between sort of that once-off idea that you have and, and putting that out there versus taking this up as a career, for example. And I'm, I think it's also Absolutely. an important thing that you have to do because, as you said, you could find yourself, and I guess in the South African market, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, if, if it's necessarily comparable to, to the American market, and uh, how things no. work differently, but you could find no. yourself going from wanting to write that wonderful mystery um, series to having to write a soap opera. You know, if if, yes. if this is your career, exactly. And uh, just just I just want to put this out there for mm. uh, people interested in script writing. The most lucrative um, script writing in South Africa is is, is working for soapies. It is the most consistent <laughs> work. Mm. It's the best playing work, um, and it is it is it is it's all round. It's all year round, and and it is year after year after. I mean, these soaps have been running for decades. Mm, mm. So it, it's 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 uh, because unfortunately in this industry it's all contract work. Mm, mm. Uh, and nobody gets appointed full time. It's all contract work, and your contract will get renewed every year or whatever the case may be. But uh, soapy writing is by far the most lucrative and most um, uh, uh, consistent, and uh, you know um, offers the greatest job security basically in the space. That's, so. it, that's it. That's it. It offers the the, the best job security <laughs> in terms of 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 yeah, because. They do so well, and they, and they keep getting renewed, and you don't have to worry, you know. Mm. And it's 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 very. I mean, the storylining is hell. Let me let me tell you that it's it's hard. It's hard. It's the hardest writing I've ever done. But the script writing is dead easy, because by the time the scripts get to you, you know everything has been laid out for you. Yeah. You just have to write it out in in, in dialogue form and so on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that's basically what you need to do is uh, you know if you've got those ideas, uh, approach those production houses and they've been, there's more than one you know if you don't mm. come right with one go to the next one you know and so on and so forth more than once uh, uh, walked in and I said I want to pitch some ideas to you and even though they didn't take those ideas they liked what I did so much that they that, that, that's how actually one of my, my books was uh, adapted into a TV series I pitched mm. some ideas to Ilza and um, Stan at Oka and uh, Ilza was, was doing a thing for CakeNet and she needed ideas and she approached me and I said, oh, well, well I've got this book. One of my books is, is, I think, could be good for this. And she agreed and we ended up turning one of my books into, into a TV series, Spoilers, on CakeNet. Wonderful. So, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grab those, you know, grab those, um, opportunities. opportunities you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can just quickly just run through some tips, just basic. Uh, By all means, yeah. Tips. And then we'll end it there and then you just give us maybe some, uh, contact details that people can, you know, take this conversation further with, if possible. Uh, if not, that's that's absolutely fine. But let's listen to your tips. Sure. Uh, read as many screenplays as you can. Um, there are all the screenplays, all the all the uh, great TV shows. Mm. The screenplays are out there. If you want to write in a specific genre or for a specific type of show, read those scripts. It will give you a great idea of how an actual script looks that was actually filmed and produced. 
and they're all available for download. Mm. You know, um, so read as many screen plays as 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 you can. Um, let me just go. Yeah, um, I always tell people, um, you know, show don't tell. You know. Um, there's a form of writing mm. in, script, in script writing called exposition. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's when one character explains everything. Another character, yes. Mm. Where, whereas they should, the other character should already know this thing. Mm. But it's obviously doing it for the sake of the, the audience mm-hmm. to inform the audience. That is the worst, lowest form of writing. <laughs> at all costs. Do not do exposition. That's what we call it. It's awful, terrible writing. Don't do it. Um, um, Another. Uh, this will have to be the final one. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> it's just because we're out of time. Okay. Tell you what. Yes, let's do I, this. I understand. Yes. Let's do this. I mean, there's always an opportunity for us to have these conversations again at a, you know, uh, in future. And I think you've already given us a wealth of information. Unfortunately, because of time, I'll have to let it go there. But thank you so much for your time, Vernon. Um, sure, I, I really appreciate absolutely. the tips. Cheers, mate. Sure, and thank you for having me on your show. It's a, a, a pleasure. If, if, if somebody wants to have um, an example of, of, a, of a pitch yeah. that I've done, um, I, I can just give um, my email address or something. Very quickly, uh, yeah. Or whatever. Okay, it's just uh, vernon.bauman at gmail.com. It's just my name. Okay. Vernon.bauman at gmail.com, and they can email me, and I can email them examples of um, a pictures Excellent. that we've done. Thanks, man. Okay, great. All the best, man. Sure. Let's leave it there. Cheers. That was Vernon Bowman. Um, it-